Hey, it's Nicole. It's Tiffany. I'm Carol. And this is Sia, and this is what keeps us together. Basically, the group chat in your head. Living rent free. Bam, bam, hey, bam. don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Yes, it has. It hasn't been a while. It has. It feels like yeah. it. <laughs> It's been two weeks. <laughs> We've just been doing a lot in these two weeks. Yeah. Jesus. I sh- should say, I know weeks. that you guys are probably used to our, well, if you watch us on YouTube rather than just listen, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're seeing a different setup today. Um, we discussed how Nicole and I moved um, new homeowners. Hey. Hey. Um, and so we're in my house today because I just moved hey. last night and we didn't have the gumption to make the line. But um, <laughs> you won't be seeing the last of that. Uh, you may be seeing this for this one in time only. We'll see. Okay, great. You may not have the gumption Good talk. again. Good talk. <laughs> Good talk. Good talk. Just know this might be in our uh, uh, repertoire. Repertoire. Yeah, thank you. For sure. Well, we got options. Well, speaking of that, our weeks, how has your all's week been in song? All in song. Oh, well, you go first. Um, Release your job. Release your... (laughs) (laughs) That was my song, too. But for for different reasons. Great. Are you going to sing a different part of the song? Um, Yeah. You will break my soul. (laughs) You will break my soul. You know, you seen that um that, that guy that was like though. randomly he'd just be like I'm just going around like you won't break my soul you won't break my soul I've not no I have not oh um, well that's been my week okay well oh. I want to definitely want to hear why that is your uh, weekend song for me it's because I just quit my job oh. right. <laughs> that's life, right life and life in so <laughs> that's why it's mine <sighs> well I'll go yes I look. I've been relying heavily on my gospels and spirituals to Come get on. me through. Hallelujah. And after this week, truth is I'm tired. <laughs> Options are few. you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I tried to pray. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. You need us to back you up? little group prayer after this? Look, we can pray, but praying is praying. You know, I'll just have a little conversation with the yeah, Lord. Yeah, but when two or three are gathered, I'll pray. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that was someone's song of the week, like, for a long time, when we first started doing song of the week. Uh, well, it was definitely mine one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the song cycles through <laughs> the group. Definitely I mean, going to get to the top at least once. Once every epi- uh, couple episodes. Mean. That's going to be yeah. a montage. Once a season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's, who's broken this week? <laughs> broken this week. No. Oh, oh God. Man. All right. So for me, um, I've been traveling and. Um, <laughs> Jet set. Jet set. Uh, yeah. So if I yawn in the middle of this, I'm sorry in advance. Um, Jet lag. Because I literally just got back. Jet lag. Um, lagged. Yes. Um, <laughs> Jet lag. <laughs> I can't. Well, Amber's sober. Well, I am. We all are. We okay. all are. So, I mean, don't I do be- that. Don't do that. I wasn't sure. I didn't want to be, but here I am. Yet here we are. It's ghetto here. Um, but my song of the week is gonna be um "Ease on Down the Road." Um, Come on. Off the Wiz. Oh, is that okay. why you bought the Wiz up? No, I bought the Wiz up because I was trying. So I traveled to go see my brother, and he had not done his due diligence in making sure that the children had seen the Wiz. So we started off watching The Wiz and then all this week, all we've been singing, my brother and I, has been songs from The Wiz. Not even so the like, kids, just y'all? No, just us. Wait, okay. ha- wait, aren't the kids young? <laughs> yeah, the, old, the oldest one. 
of his, his oldest one is old enough to have. Okay. I was like, what is the started. like black um, and <laughs> age requirement? Yeah, to watch the Wiz. <laughs> I make sure I write on Trey's like um, his little growth chart thing. Or something. Oh, wait. I don't that know. would be a really good tangent. Shoot. <laughs> Just write okay, it down for next time. Yeah, right, or right, or right. for this time. It can be whatever. No, but I think what? Like, I told him eight. Eight, eight or nine and she's eight so there you go yeah yeah because some parts oh i don't know is yes, it the wit is yes, a little scary yes we were actually my brother and i were talking about how one part still terrified us like it's just <laughs> oh no oh, not the, the, same, the, age. Is it the same part that i think it is <laughs> yes the part where they're in the um where factory the, type thing no that's the subway when the, oh, the big yeah, the yeah. things start getting big yep terrifying mm-hmm. and the gas uh, the garbage can start eating oh uh, jesus okay people what y'all remember? Oh, that man. Hmm. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, I own the. I own the uh, either VHS. VHS. Do you have a VHS player? VCR. Wow, that one's called for a second. You have a VCR? Yes, I do. I have a dual because I have a. I own a lot of movies. Okay, dual. I think my parents have the um album, like the record. Such a such a soundtrack. The soundtrack is so amazing. Yeah. If you've not seen the Wiz, you're missing out. It's not. It was on Prime up until the beginning of this month. Oh, so. what? Why are you telling us now? I never right. knew that. I would have watched it. I, uh, I didn't Terrible. know. And I didn't know until we went tried to finish the movie with Rude. my um, niece, and uh, it was off because we watched it on the thirty first beginning, dang, and then they that took is it off on that <laughs> tragic. Yes. So I'm sure if you turn it. on BET at any point, I'm sure on a Saturday it'll first come on on cable, or BET Plus. Pay the subscription or use somebody else's. Are hmm. you volunteering? Cause I asked last time. I don't have it. No one. Mm. And here we are. That's yeah. the one thing I don't have. That is true. Cause I use all your. Oh, who has Paramount? Cause I need that. <laughs> I have that. Oh. I got you. All okay. right. Well, let's not talk about. <laughs> if you're listening, um, any subscriber streaming device, we do not share passwords. Okay. We don't. At we all. do not no. do that. That is bad. Mm-mm. Yes. All Team right. So moving, is... moving into uh, streaming. <laughs> Uh, services. Oh, wow. What a segue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So our uh, cultural reference, or should I say our topic for this week is going to be uh, angry black women. Mm. Allegedly. If you've heard the term or the phrase before, we want to dive into what that trope really even means. Um, Our cultural reference with regards to that is if anyone knows the um, comedian Monique, um, let's say like the past five years, she's even maybe even longer than that. Um, she's kind of been mm-hmm. in and out of the news. Um, and that term has been used on her a couple of times, to say the least. Um, but our cultural reference for today will be um discussing how um recently Monique made an announcement um after she had sued Netflix for a race and sex discrimination um, lawsuit back in November of 2019. Um, the case was settled earlier this year and terms were kind of kept hushed. However, I'm going to play for you a video of her making an announcement of her upcoming um, a special. See if I can get, get found. All right. If you know Monique, she's going to cuss from the very beginning. Can y'all believe this? I done came home to Netflix. (laughs) Hey, y'all, this your girl Monique. And I'm so excited to share that I'll be shooting my first Netflix comedy special. Oh, and in case you didn't hear, I'm also reuniting with my friend, my brother, 
director Mr. Lee Daniels on the Netflix film, The Delivery. You won't want to miss either of them, so y'all stay tuned. And thank y'all, my sweet baby. I love us for real. Mm. All right, so that was her announcement. I think that came up, like, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, back on the 19th of July, she made that announcement on Netflix um, page, The Strong Black Lead. So, yeah. Anybody want to talk about, or Nicole, you want to tell us what the... I'm going to share a definition, a couple of them, actually. So, (laughs) our lovely Wikipedia, (laughs) the real, not real anything definition (laughs) um it had listed here the angry black woman stereotype is a racial trope in american society that portrays black women as ill-mannered and ill-tempered by nature related concepts are the sapphire or sassy black woman um sapphire black woman that's it it's are the sapphire just sapphire period or sassy Mm. black woman Heard that before. I've Me never either. heard of that's why it's either. Wikipedia, y'all. Right. <laughs> real, not real. <laughs> but um, the dictionary that we frequent often, um, Urban Dictionary, <laughs> the angry black woman is described as an African American female who has been exposed to many players, liars, manipulators, <laughs> and cheats. Jeez. That mm. her original gentle, loving, caring, nurturing mm-hmm. spirit yep. has been <laughs> be down. Is it diminished? <laughs> diminished. I, I think it what, um Bell check. Diminished uh-huh. to a blackened heart, hard exterior, mm-hmm. and bitter disposition at times. Wow. To point <laughs> to, to the point of no recovery. Um, Not no recovery. Also, Good lord. Yeah, Can no we recovery. Not and <laughs> no. So wait, it says side note. Ew. Sister, you can't forgive and love again. That big hug. It does. That's what it says. It does say that. What about the affirmation at the end? Hallelujah. Right. Big hug. It does have references in case you haven't seen things like Mad Black Woman, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. (laughs) It's like a real Um, reference. Halle Berry. Lisa Ray. (laughs) It does. It has general references. Lisa Ray. I don't know why Lisa Ray is in there, but whatever. I can see Um, Lisa Ray over Halle Berry. What has Halle Berry done or said? She's been married and divorced like 82 times, and then all of her breakups are like, not good yeah, at all. Oh, I didn't know because they. I've never known her to like the reputation be angry though. No. Uh, well, I think it's because Eric Benet is also black, but everybody else is white, and so <sighs> we don't really get to but see their side. I've always heard like she must be crazy because. Well, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that's part of it. But the, okay, so there's also Fantasia, but I think that there's there's like a redemption story to that because she's married. And... Oh, when she um was sued for um being that man's side chick. Yeah. Oh, but what's a lot of black with... news not following the shade huh? room. But that's that's got to do with her being angry, angry. Black. Well, I think it just it it's defining angry black women in general. So I think it's just a stamp. I just can't believe that society does. To I us. know. But I'm just, just these are all women. They're naming women never, that I have not never seen that tag. Never that on. that does not track for me. But I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I'm interested to keep going. Yes, Who else uh-huh. is on that list? The, the last one is Jasmine Sullivan. What? what? Yeah. Okay, so but it's, it's, it's labeled it's the music it's not necessarily action okay yeah okay that was a, was a that took us on a ride yeah like, it was at first I was like yeah yeah huh? what? 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 well I think also some of these the individuals listed are not listed based off of actual things that they've done or have portrayed I think it's because they're actors they're creatives and maybe they've played that role or they've sung about that thing, if that makes sense. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to remember. Like, I don't think Halle Berry would have to put her movie though, because it's not every role either. No, yeah, no, it's not. That's why I'm like, huh? Anyway, uh, Lisa Ray, the angry black woman. <laughs> Lisa Ray. Right. Um, it was Players Club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Uh huh. <laughs> That was uh-huh. a, yeah, that was a lot. I don't, and I'm just gonna say off top, I don't know if I agree with it being something where individuals have hardened our hearts to we have to be like that. Or Girl, I feel like, are you speaking for yourself? Right. No, yeah, because I don't. I, I, well, maybe, but I just feel like I, I don't know if it's necessarily the world treating me like that or me standing up for myself. And you assume that's what it is. You know also, what I'm saying? can I like ang- being angry is a natural human emotion? Yeah, that part. I just don't know why I'll like for black women, why it's our identity. And well, it, I also, it seems ironic to me when it's like there are literal other races and genders that go places and shoot places up. And but we are the trope. Yes. What? Well, can I also <laughs> say this? This will I mean, maybe it's because I watch a lot of kid movies. But what it, the movie where um, I don't, don't know why that's funny. So don't, don't judge me. But. I think there's something to be said about, you know, the movie about where it's like, they're like these characters, but their emotions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was and really cute. Movie is the, that the anger one was, in my mind, an, an old white man. <laughs> Agree. He definitely had a Napoleon complex. I mean, for he has sure. like a, a toothbrush mustache, I think. Did right. he? Something. something like that. But I'm just like, it, it couldn't have been a woman. And if it was, then they probably would have said, oh, she, her name would have been like, Keisha or, or something. His name was Anger. Yeah. Are, I mean, they, are their I'm, names their emotions? I'm just, I'm just saying, like, in general, if I had to put a stereotype to what that little character portrayed, it would have been an old an old white man versus it's okay for other races, of, you know, to be angry. Angry. Yeah. Or experience that emotion, but it's not okay for us. Mm. Mm-hmm. That might be a larger conversation, though, because I don't know if any of those emo- em- emotions were black. That's but fair. Neither here nor there. Right. Well, well have any of y'all ever been called an angry black woman? Yes. Oh, yeah. You have. To okay. your face? Right. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want to hear the story. I'm right. trying to, well, now, okay, let me go back. I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. Okay. I think. Oh, I mean, Explain. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know if I have a personal antidote of being called an angry black woman. Anecdote? Anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do we need to pull the Google out? <laughs> do we need to pull the out? No, because Webster over here already corrected me. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, no, but I think um, I think there's an assumption. I guess I'm thinking if someone calls me like a B, I'm oh. assuming it's the same thing. And I have been like labeled that. Okay. So oh, okay. I guess to me that would be the millennial equivalent. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That's Damn. fair. I feel like I have one specific not being called angry black woman, but being called sassy, which mm. I feel like it happens like when you're like young and you have like opinions. People are like, oh, she's so sassy. But this, I was an adult, and so I think very differently. Not young with opinions. <laughs> I feel like it happens all the time. It does, um, especially with people describing their own kids. Which I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I just feel like it was part of that definition. So, and it just recalled this memory of when I was. I was working as an intern. I had an interview with someone that like my manager knew. And I was like, oh, do you have like any um, advice before I like go into this interview with this person that you know and like I don't? She's like, mm, no, just be your usual like sassy self. And I was like, 
I'm not sassy here. I'm mm. I haven't actually shown you my personality at all. I just try to do my job. I don't I don't mm. really know. Not y'all don't know who I am. <laughs> where this is going from. But like, not your non personality self still being sassy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is uh more of a stereotype or if this is like something that I've a uh, personality trait that I've shown you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just kinda I was like a little bit like, huh <laughs> about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that goes into like what we want to talk about, just like how as black women in particular, I feel like we have to be very mindful of how we act in the workplace mm-hmm. for that very reason of right. being labeled. Oh, yeah. You can't you aren't allowed to show any emotions in your workplace. You're not allowed to be. um to have an opinion as far as I'm concerned sometimes mm-hmm. um, or set boundaries. Or, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the biggest part. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Cause it's, it's one of these things. And I know I, I do know that in the workplace um, you are also dealing with different, different genders. Um, and even though we are, we have, we have been the work in the workplace for 40 plus years. It's one of these things of still you hear people over talking people or people feeling like you shouldn't have a say or and i know this is you know dealing with gender roles probably still also but it's just it's interesting to me that women still cannot set boundaries cannot have an opinion or cannot point out something that has been you know maybe it's the first thing i think of is like um if you know something is like racially happening to you, but people try to gaslight you and act like it's not. Mm, yeah. And so then when you get upset about it, because then, you know what's happening, yep. <laughs> someone then becomes it, the victim. Yes. Yeah, or you're being sensitive. Oof. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I think that a lot of times in those scenarios, when another group is unaware of what is happening or maybe racist even in general, but don't think, you know, will gaslight you. And then, We'll make it so you literally don't even want to be in that position anymore. And then you're considered to be the person that's causing problems within the office. Right. And I often think about how like now there's um, not even now, but there's been that push of trying to make sure we are um, diverse in the workplace and that we're inclusive in the workplace. But with that comes different cultures. And the first things that usually happen is we as black people, especially black women, are like feel all these microaggressions and then we are not allowed to express right. how we feel because then we're disrupting the workplace. Yeah. Right. I'm so I have a direct well at the time they were my coworker and we had I'm not even gonna say you I mean for any job, I think when there's written communication, things can get lost in translation. Mm-hmm. And immediately the response was uh def you know, it was defensive and I'm just like all, all I'm telling you is to just simply not do something a certain way. And immediately it was, well, you know, Nicole is being this, that. And I'm just right. like, no, I'm just trying to tell you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just give yeah. instruction. And when I became their manager and I was trying to correct again, it, via, you know, written message or whatever, they called me like, I just don't want there to be a problem or anything like that. And I'm just like, why are you immediately jumping to the fact that I might be angry or irritated or something? I'm just simply correcting you so that you don't do it again. And immediately you're taking it to another space. But I mean, I also feel like sometimes my boss um, will tiptoe around things because of fear of the angry Mm, black woman. mm -hmm. Like, because there's certain things that me and another coworker will say or do or whatever have you that 
you know, they are very like, I feel like a lot of what's been going on in society for the last decade or so, um, he doesn't address with us because of that fear of the angry black woman. He doesn't want us to go off. I'm just like, I mean, we can have conversation because we're adults and understand that we may not agree on everything, but, you know, still be adults. I just, I don't, having also from in family when there's multitudes of generations and certain generations saying, well, this is what you have to do at work. This is how you have to look at work. This is how you have to be at work. But that's not necessarily the message that even, you know, maybe our generation or generations younger than like, we're told to verbalize how we're, how we feel and express ourselves. But then some people don't necessarily know how to receive that. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, for me, because of that, I try to go out of my way to make my emails like, so there's no misinterpretation of my tone. So my, unfortunately, my emails are very like friendly and I feel like they're overly friendly Mm -hmm. because I don't want someone to come back and be like, oh, like I, cause I had someone call me and was just like immediately on 10 because of how he interpreted my email. But again, my email, because of how I write my emails, I thought I wrote it really nicely. And he was like, I just understand why you're talking to me like this and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, so sir, all I'm saying is this. Right. And he was just like, oh, I'm like, huh? Also, you are actually talking to me. Yeah. And I had to tell him, I was just like, I don't, I haven't disrespected you. I'm not quite sure why you're disrespecting me. Like we can, <laughs> like, can we just have a conversation? But I hate when people try and when they come at you a certain way because they read something in a tone maybe that they would have mm-hmm. said it in or something. Right. Um, so I tried, I, I tried really hard to write my emails like a white man, but. So. <laughs> Can I, can I, does that mean friendly or does that mean? No, it means, I feel like they are very direct. Yes. Okay. Okay. There's no exclamation points. There's no like, um, I don't know. I feel like there's no, like, I feel like it's just like to the point mostly with their emails and Mm -hmm. it can be read. It probably could be misinterpreted in Mm -hmm. their tone, but I don't know if they care that it can be misinterpreted. So (laughs) can I ask in that instance, was it a person of non-color? Non-color? Well, Well, I don't know how you say that correctly. It was Whatever. was the person white? Yes. <laughs> well, the reason why I ask is I think it's interesting that in the workplace, people who are not of color, when they receive instruction, correction, or any communication <laughs> of someone fr- that had you know mm-hmm. as background of color, that Talk it's shit, sis. always received. Mm-hmm. Like it's like. You're looking mm-hmm. for there to be a reason to be angry at, angry at with me instead of you reading it right. as if you wrote it and then reading it with, because if there's, if we're playing the same game at work and we are literally writing out exactly what we need and I'm going to need you to read it, like right. it's you writing it and well, take all your very, feelings out of it. I have a very ambiguous name. You yes. will not know what I am. Based on just reading my name. Me too. Mm -hmm. I have found lately in the industry that I am, well, the job that I'm currently in, a lot of people are looking me up on LinkedIn. Mm. And once I realized that more people are finding me on LinkedIn, I feel like once I have the ability and the power to tell people no. Mm. And once they realize who I am and what I am, they seem to be a little bit more offended about Mm. me telling them no (laughs) than before. So this is, that it gets to be such a big conversation, but I'm just like, Never mind. I'm not gonna say it like that because that that might be rude and ignorant. So I, we can always I, take it out. 
<laughs> so slave master don't want to take no orders from oh, nobody. Okay. <gasps> That's Can't not where I thought you were going. Right there. I don't Straight I also don't to it. Why gotta okay. be a slave? I'm just saying. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying that we are. Okay. I'm saying that what the stereotypical depiction of what a slave master is don't want to take orders from nobody. Okay. And there's also uh, the thought that they are. Um, I'm quoting a little bit of this. Well, I might be misquoting. I should say some of this from Cass' book. If you have not read it, check it out. The book. But there is a. I've been trying to get us to read this book I was for like say, two months. Loves this book. All right, go ahead. That I'm wasn't sure. shade. That wasn't shade. No, I'm sure it's great. You're just telling other people, but we still haven't done it. It's shade of myself. It's fine. I'm telling other people because I'd like to talk to people about it because my friends who sit with me every other week still won't read the book. I, so someone, that's not true. That's someone, someone, please. Is, is, there a, is there a movie version yet? Because <laughs> if it's on Netflix, I promise I'll watch it by not tomorrow. Carol asking for the clip notes. <laughs> not tomorrow. The visual clip notes. Right, that. At that. Oh, oh, man. Lord. I want to read more books. I do. It's okay. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Look, I was going to give you the pass because I'm not worried about it. I know what you're going to do. Don't. You don't want to do that. Why are you lying? For the viewers, because it's not for us. I really do. <sighs> I want to say I don't have time, but. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh huh. All right. Long story short, what I was trying to say with regards to that book is that there is a power dynamic with regards to race in this country where based on gender, based on race, white men have been placed at the top. And so it is, they have found themselves in a difficult spot when they see themselves at the top, find it difficult to, um, and you know, the rest of the world culturally is telling them that, yeah, well, not only relate to have empathy, (laughs) to have empathy, literally to have empathy is one of the things that they talk about because the and to also piece of that as well, as well is to try to make sure that others are checked so that they gain their empathy. Like there's in the book, it talks about how um, they view themselves as the ones to tell um, right and wrong. And so the other groups that are below them are to be, you know, directed in the ways of being able to gain humbleness, to gain empathy where they don't have to. Like mm-hmm. They should be able to see it. So Nicole was right. So Nicole was right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say that yeah, Nicole was dead spot I mean, on. And as much as people want to be upset about that, that's the reality of where well, we are in this country. Even if I say this, even if we remove race from, from the situation. But you can't. How? I, I mean, you can't. But if we were to remove race from the situation in a written communication or in instructing or correcting somebody, I'm... Or maybe even receiving instruction, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not compli- I'm not being complicating. You're complicating the situation. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because from their viewpoint, they are not the ones providing the standard. Right. Right. You are trying to provide the standard and they aren't told that in their minds. Right. right? So therein lies the problem. I think that that's an, it's an unfortunate thing when you're in the position of a quote unquote lower caste or lower cultural um status that your the expectation is that you remain humble and that you are told what to do but you are never allowed to not mm-hmm. and so then i think that that's where this trope comes into play cuz we've been fighting for a long time and a lot of us but it's also ironic right to be like the lower cultural 
standard or cast or norm or whatever mm-hmm. and that in us doing our jobs being presented by people to people who are bringing a whole bunch of emotion to a scenario that is not emotional for us that it is just us doing our job right, and right. then being told that we're angry as a result like it, right, it is right. all completely so ironic <laughs> but then i mean what do you it's hard to we innately in this country usually are in positions of uh subordinate to to a white man in some way shape or form right and so even if we move forward um, I've I heard I've heard about a lot of like VPs or you know even CEOs who have especially white men who have difficulties responding to them, be it a black male or a black female, um, getting direction, <laughs> being corrected, fired, any of that is really hard, and it's it is ironic because it's like. But this is the job that you're in, and if you aren't good enough to be the in job. a right, yeah. then a, I take the criticism and move forward, but it's right. really hard for people. I don't know to be able to do that. Mm. And it's the boundaries that we have to set. I think of going back into our cultural reference, talking about Monique. Oh um, yeah. Monique. With regards to her. <laughs> <laughs> every week. <laughs> or every two every- weeks. But- <laughs> <laughs> uh, with regards to her taking a stance with the movie Precious. And I mean, you know, people may not have agreed. I don't know if it was in her contract. I can't, I don't know the specifics, but I just know that Lee Daniels was not happy with her with regards to promotion. And she took a stance and it, he blackballed her because he didn't like her stance. I don't know if that would have been the same. Well, did he blackball her? Well, okay, so I don't want to say he blackballed her. He mentioned. and some other people have mentioned, I think Oprah was also one of the people that mentioned that she is difficult to work with. Mm hmm. Right. So did he do did they do a, did they do her a disservice or is she actually difficult? You know what I mean? Like, is is that something you just keep to yourself? Well, here's there's two things. Have you ever heard a white person actually say that somebody black is difficult to work with? Mm. Is it that we're only hearing it from black people because that's the news we listen to? Or is it because that mm. they're the only people that say it? Well, I think if you also add a layer to that, is it, am I being difficult because I have a standard and you can't reach that standard? Yeah. I also wonder. Amanda Steele says that a lot too. Well, I was wondering with, in terms of like Monique, I don't know how it works with promotion for movies. I don't know, like, what is the standard? What's not? But like, I, it seems almost like it's when you're working and you don't get paid overtime. So I just don't work overtime. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're like, yeah, because I'm. Oh, this needs to be finished. Well, well, I've worked my 40 hours this week, so I guess it's because everybody else is doing it. Don't wait till Mm -hmm. Monday. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I can't remember. I I wish we had talked about this, I don't know, years ago. Because I I remember when he said it, I felt like no one was shocked. It wasn't like, oh my God, Monique is so hard. I haven't, she can't be. Like, I I don't remember anyone. I remember people being like, oh, I mean, that makes sense. (laughs) But I also wonder if it's because of the roles she plays. Like, I don't, it's not like it's I know Monique. Well, I don't know if it, well, it could also be her stand-up. Like, she comes, I think, even in her stand-up comedy. And her show, too. Didn't she used to have a talk show? Yeah. She is. Oh, a, I forgot about that. Yeah, she, her personality type is a little bit uh, more aggressive, I would say, than mm-hmm. Well, is others. it aggressive or direct? Mm, I would say both. Like, I, I feel like it's kind of like, and I, I agree, words do matter. And obviously, because she... <laughs> 
perfect, you know. But I kind of like it was like a Wendy Williams. I feel like Wendy Williams is also her approach to people is a little bit more aggressive than others. I would say that. Yeah. I won't okay. say um whether it's good or bad, like you're you know what I mean? Like they're both very successful black women. I feel like Monique has done a lot in her career and she deserves to be um compensated for her time mm-hmm. as anyone. Like, um, or if it's in my contract to do X, Y, and Z and you're asking me to do B without running me my money like that's her prerogative whether she wants to do it or not um but if this leads me to the whole (laughs) the netflix thing and her asking people to boycott netflix when they wouldn't pay her i was a little bit like i don't know if 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 someone's offering you money that you don't agree with it is your prerogative to turn it down right? right like you should know your worth i don't know if i have to boycott something just because you guys can't agree to contract terms. Right. Well, I think, and I hate, I hate to say it like this, but I think what she's trying to equate her issue to is not having the right to ride a bus. So you boycott something that, and it's not the same. You need to figure out how to deal Mm. with your contract. Kind of like it's, you're going to work. So if we go to work, it's up to us to make sure that we are compensated based off of what we think we're worthy of. You know what I'm saying? Or like what our worth is. Versus me saying, well, uh, company ABC is not paying me what I'm worth. So don't nobody should work there. Well, yeah. they're paying some people what right. they worth. Or, or people even what, or what they feel they deserve. Right. 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 Yeah. So I don't, that's what, that was on my only thing with the whole boycott Netflix. Wow. Wow. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> the whole boycott Netflix thing. I was just like, I, this, they, did they call you out your name? Like, I'm confused. Yeah. Right. I also like to think about that in terms of like, people that try to get shows on different like platforms and different like industries or like whether it's like HBO or it's Netflix or it's Showtime. You know what I mean? If every time someone got told no, they were like, oh, boycott them. Fuck the them. They didn't pick up my show. I never like, said what? no. Okay. It's like so I, I never said But on YouTube, like, like, I don't I know. <laughs> but it's the bigger issue, I guess. I, I hear what you guys are saying, but it also makes me think about the fact that what she was trying to accomplish had a bigger goal than just herself I thought and maybe I'm wrong but it felt like initially she was comparing herself to what's it Amy Schumer Amy Schumer yeah, yeah. And, and Dave Chappelle or Kevin Hart right I don't remember but that point of comparison is hard yeah because what you're comparing isn't apples to apples necessarily in that sense at the time that this happened i don't even know the last time i saw monique stand up so it's right. kind of like when um kevin hart put uh chris rock on his tour mm-hmm. and then there was like oh who's the headliner like who's going last and it's like well this is an interesting conversation because obviously both of them are like moguls in terms of black stand-up comedy but i mean if we're being completely honest chris rock right now isn't the gold mic right you know mm-hmm. what i mean like right. and it's not it's not a snub to Chris Rock. It's not like saying that Chris Rock is trash or that he doesn't deserve to be the headliner. It's just that like being at this moment in time, like it's a bigger draw. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I, I, I guess. I, I do know what you're saying. Cause Wanda Sykes, I think came out and said that Netflix didn't offer. And that's her or something, the yeah. same amount of money or they wouldn't. And I do remember Wanda Sykes coming out and like co-signing what Monique was saying. And that's, okay. and that's the thing that I was thinking about with regards to like, I like at first I I was with you, Carol. I was like, okay, this this doesn't feel like 
this is the way in which this needs to be handled. But it made me question because, you know, sometimes you can you can get on your soapbox and your point that you're trying to make gets overshadowed by like maybe another point that you made. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So I'm feeling I felt like maybe what she was trying to say is that black women comedians especially need to be at the table and be able to at least negotiate for something higher. And I don't know if she felt like that was happening. Mm. You know, that was what I yeah. felt like was happening, what she was trying to say, but I felt like I like lost in like yeah, everything feel, else. Yeah. But I don't know. But I, I still don't be. think that's a reason to boycott. Well, I also, I, I, to me, it kind of reminded me of like when Hope started title and he was like, you guys need to join title because musicians aren't getting paid what they are worth. And it's kind of like, you kind of have to recognize your audience. Like you turned down an X million dollar contract. Cause it wasn't X X million. Right. right? But, those are rich people problems to us. Like, okay, like, I'm, I'm sorry that you're not getting paid what you're worth. That sucks. But we also feel like that. You know what I mean? In like different regards. So it's kind of like you kind of have to know how to package it in order to garner the, the response, response that you're looking for. And I don't yeah. think that like boycott Netflix is really realistic for us when we don't. The problem seems more like your negotiation side or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. not like you were. Also, we cancel cable. So what are we supposed wronged. to do? Right. <laughs> Girl, and then she answered like right before the pandemic. So it was really like, oh, right. no. <laughs> oh, you're trying it. What am I supposed to do out here? Just like, like I love you, Oni, but, uh, Girl, we got things to do during these pandemic days. Not us being trash. (laughs) We are, though. I feel like we acknowledge it every episode. We are part of the problem. We've never given up their seat to somebody on a plane, but neither would I. People listening. People listening. Oh, man. It's terrible. Okay, but so then going back now, Monique now has a deal with Netflix. So, like, and again, again, now because all you wanted was more money. Correct. Yeah. But okay, mm-hmm. but you and have the same problem yeah. that Are we supposed to boycott Netflix now? Right, right. Oh, it's over. That, well, that <laughs> right. The boycott's <laughs> over. She got the more money, she's over. Right. But again, or I hope in she my got mind, I think right. I feel like you are experiencing what most of the world like I'm mm-hmm. I I'm not counting Monique's ducket. Like I'm not. I don't know how much money you have, I don't know how much money you're worth. But I would like to think that you, you are more than an upper middle class. Like I would think that, right? Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, she manage her money like yes. that part. But to Tiff's point, like you, this sounds like rich people problems because now that you're experiencing what what most of America is, is experiencing, which is not getting paid what they are worth, that and now mean. you want people to boycott. Like, you're so right. Like, you're just like the rest of us, right? Like, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the welcome, w- w- welcome to being a regular, yeah. regular nigga. And I also feel like it's very different. Like we talked about um, comparing it with Dave Chappelle when he was like boycott, not boycott Netflix, but don't watch the Chappelle show on Netflix because I don't get the royalties from it because I didn't own it. Well, you recorded it like a like a dummy. Well, without okay. your no. contract, right? No, it's because the network that he did it on owned it, Nicole. Which is true, but it's like, <laughs> well, like okay, wait. Dummy. Let me finish my point okay, before go you go out the window with this, because people stopped watching it and then it right. got pulled. Yeah, okay, pulled. all right, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> also, you know, I thought it got pulled for another reason though, because of something because it was of derogatory. Him. He was the catalyst. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. That was it. Oh. <laughs> I was going to let Nicole get her shit off. I didn't know what the rest of the point was. Oh, but also me. I have the bootleg version of the Chappelle show on like six CDs at home. Yes. <laughs> Remember when we used to get it from like the beauty shop? Yes. Oh, man. Or, like, the, did you guys, I got watches. Burn, I got CDs. I got, yeah. Did yeah. y'all school have like the bootleg man? 
No. no. Your school? Well, not law school, but mm-hmm. the hair salon. The hair salon, for sure. No, like my, like in college, oh, college. there oh, would be a yeah. guy that would oh, walk like around. Oh, County has yeah. like men. Girl, no. But my HBCU? Shock. Yes. Okay. They had a man sure. that walked around with like bootleg CDs and movies yes. and shows. Yes. First yeah. of all, at That's the hairdresser fair. I worked at, we had bootleg CDs, DVDs, purses, perfume. <laughs> we had a, like, so someone. with them all. Yeah, yes. <laughs> the grocery store in the trunk of his car. I'm not lying. Not the grocery store. Because I'm you, not lying. You've been at the, the salon for four Facts. plus hours. Yeah. Why not get yourself? You get some your DVDs. greens, your sweet potatoes. Yes. Your I mean, now I don't have time to go to the store because <laughs> right. I was supposed to be here from ten to two, and it's six p.m. So I hope you All got the it. Black experience. Also, right. I know how comfortable I feel with you buying collard greens in the back of someone's trunk. <laughs> okay, if they've gone to the store, for what me, month is it? There was a man that would come up from like. Southern Virginia and would bring like you know like when you oh, drive into war, rural areas okay. they have like that's the man on the side area. of the road that's yeah. selling pumpkins or whatever. Rural. 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 I mean I did it too. Sorry. I just want to point out that someone else did it as well. It's but it is it because I'm a little country? I think you said yeah. royal. No, I didn't. I said rural. Let's see, I thought you said royal too. That's why I didn't correct you because I thought it was. I thought you said. All right, go ahead. Anyway, but yes, yeah, so he would drive up with. What he would harvest from his farm, greens, squash, Green, everything. Bean, yeah, they have those um, in New York. But that's what that like. He didn't go to a store and then just bring it to you. Like no, he that's just, I thought he, he went a giant. No, okay. and was like, let me just go buy <laughs> the these farmers greens market and at bolt. the hair salon. Is what it was. <laughs> that sounds. I mean, I mean, that sounds like a better a mobile situation. Farmers market sounds pretty lit. It does mm-hmm. sound dope. Bring that back. It All was. Right. No, you ain't gonna know nobody's salon to be sitting there for long enough for him to come. No, in. but see, you don't have to sit. You get the phone call that he's there, and then you just show up and get your you stuff. We have we have completely went off the rails. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. Back to Monique. Again? Back to knowing. No. Look. <laughs> Dang it. Sometimes I feel like we get tired of talking about Auntie Monique. We need to just I pick mean, somebody else. I agree, I and mean, especially when I saw go back to Netflix, it kind of reminded me, which I didn't mind. Again. If finally, I really hope it was worth it after all the lawyer's fees and all that stuff. Like, I hope you actually got the money that you wanted out of this. Right. And she got two deals out of it. She got the Lou mm. Daniels movie and the stand up. Mm, so I'm assuming true. she's got a pretty big bag from it. Yeah. She um, got money. I hope. I sincerely hope that she got paid what she, well, clearly she took it. So yeah. she felt she deserved it. Okay. But let's kind of go back to like why we didn't just support her from the break. I mean, besides, you know. Boycott Netflix is kind was of crazy. Because she was an kind of a crazy woman? place to start, but <laughs> was it because she was? We felt like she was. I an feel like black if Issa woman? was like boycott Netflix, I'd be like, okay, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Say, I don't know if I would make that commitment. So yeah, I mean, it would be hard. Yeah, no, I would, would probably watch it less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. think so. Instead that. of all day, I'm gonna watch it. Like, what, <laughs> I need to understand what your reasons are. Like, why do you? Why are you calling for a like? Did they do something discriminatory outside of just not paying you fairly? Because that's the rest of the world. So what's your right. line? So is it because it was Monique or because of what she was asking right, for? That's what I'm question. asking. Yeah. Mm. I think it was both. Wait, how, what do you, how do you mean? <laughs> like, again, if it was, who is your favorite actress? Halle Berry. I don't, I don't think I. Who's your favorite person? Harry. Me. Okay, so, okay, who else is your favorite person that is not yourself? A famous person. Yes, a famous person um, that you really like. That I really like? I don't know, because I used to oh, love God. Monique. Okay. okay. Oh. Why didn't you support this? Well, okay, yes. well, here's a better question. Yeah, what, why she used to be. could Monique have said that you would have gotten behind if she was like, don't do X? Like, if it was something me. that was, was 
personal and racially directed, then I probably would have. If that's been, what happened to her, yes. But what she, would she have asked you to do? Isn't that what she said? I thought so. <laughs> it's like so. Everything no. that she said. I loved her, and I loved her cause. No, I mean, I don't understand how not being paid fairly is is racially okay 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 it's a lot of people i understand okay so let's but it was the direction like what should what could she have done if it was like so basically that is what happened but she was saying it was because she was a black woman that it happened so she was like she can't negotiate her shit called me a nigga hard r then you would have been like (laughs) yes i would have boycott yes i would have been for it but because it also could affect I you. don't know if I can get behind her because she's in a bucket with a lot of other people, though. OK, so what do you think she should have asked you to do instead? I think that she should have used her platform differently. I think that maybe she should have taken her business elsewhere. Maybe try to find try to find a contract with Hulu or I mean, I'm not saying that specifically, but I'm saying. I don't know if shop boy, around, right, <laughs> shop around. I don't know if boycotting would have been the move because like I said, so many people are in that same bucket, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe this is just grand scheme. Money's not an option. You start binding together to get a a consistent message across for the greater thing, like paying women fairly and maybe in your market. Um, And what comes to me is I think that there was a soccer player, right. That went, that fought, about fair wages for soccer oh right rapino mm-hmm. yeah i mean it was the i don't whole know national the team but yeah correct but i'm saying like if it, it, no, was, no. it was all the women on the team that were doing it but yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead go like ahead go that. ahead get your shit but, off yeah yeah <laughs> go ahead you got a girl keep going <laughs> she's not wrong you, you knew what you was talking about right. you knew what she was talking about i did right i did what i'm saying is maybe if you bind together with your other comedian so it had to Friends. be more than her. Ooh, correct. Even though Ooh, you, that seems her? problematic. That does. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Because you have. She has to be backed up by more than one, more people for you to believe her and to support no, her. No, it's not that I don't believe her. Before you move, I think you I just think don't care. I just don't think that it's <laughs> it's only you. I don't care about you. Get some of your friends, and then I'm gonna care. Can I step in here? Yes. Okay. Can I save you? Yes, please. Okay. I'm gonna give you your life raft. I think Monique's um her the way she does things is what turns people off. It's okay, kind of like fair. with um, the whole D.L. Hughley situation. Oof. Like you have a contract dispute. You're mad at D.L. Hughley for whatever reason. And you go on stage and you immediately start cussing this man out. And yeah. you know what I mean? And then like going on Twitter and you guys are having a beef. Like, I think it's just her delivery. Yeah. And how she decides to go about things is what turns people off. And it has a lot to do with the support. I mean, anytime that you're trying to get mm. people to boycott something, it's a marketing campaign. So you have to know how yeah. to talk to people. Yeah. You have to know how to win your audience over in order to put them into action. Yeah. Okay, that seems very fair. Can, can, I, can I ask if, if it's also because this is something where, um, yes, yeah, she is the is a victim, but the way in which she is handling it is that it's not a, to Nicole's point, I think what she's trying to say, like, okay, yes, you are the victim. It's like, I believe that you are a victim but you're not the only victim is that what you're trying to get at nicole well, like yeah yeah because like, I, I feel like with monique it's like this thing is happening to me me and me, me only and me only and it's not that it's not and it's not that we don't believe you right but in that like the dl hughley scenario mm-hmm. like you're attacking this man for a plethora of reasons but that the main thing is i i i am being 
treated this way. Like you're on an island. Yes, like you're on an island. And I hate to say that that is a thing that people have an issue with, but it is. It's very much a thing where people are like, you're not by yourself. Right. Um, this is a bigger thing. And I, it, that's bad because like, when can a victim just be a victim? <laughs> and, well, like, yeah. yeah. Like, but it, I think that, that that's it though. I think that's, it's just that had she used her voice in a way, cause I think that her voice carries weight. So it would be so good. Mm-hmm. I think that was Nicole saying like, yeah, let's get everybody together. Cause you do hold this weight. Right. But it's like, it's like, we want her to be more humble mm. and, mm. I don't know. No, I'm That's not even going to say humble because I feel like you can still deliver something and not be humble. But okay. I will say use your platform wisely. I think there's like a time and place. For certain things, and maybe that's um, yeah. this whole conversation yeah. is making me cringe. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's that's problematic. Hard. I mean, and I'm a part of the problem. I'm, I'm, I mean, <laughs> we I'm, are. Yeah. I from where I, I know that some of my thinking is very Gen X and probably a little Gen Y, not much at all, just because of how I was raised. But I still tiptoe, and again, it's probably a me thing more so than anything, because it right when I when I first listened to it. It was me, 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 but you're not the only person that's going through it. So like for me, it's like, you're right. Turned off because I'm just like, you ain't out here alone. Like, and, and it's not right because if you're going through something that's validated, you're going through something you should be able to feel and do however you want to feel and do, um, which I mean, that's a learning lesson for me, me, like me personally, for real is validating just how I feel and do. Mm -hmm. So I get where it's it's problematic because I I can't I have a hard time resonating with Monique about because I'm like like we all out here trying to trying to hustle but I also think there's something to be said about how you like you said how you present something to somebody that will like you said it's a marketing scheme like you want me to do something but why like what am, am I getting anything out of this I also hate that I said that so I also want to be very clear about that because it it's real, but yeah, it, does, it shouldn't be like if you're right. if you're being wronged, like I shouldn't have to then figure out how to package this right. information yeah. in a way As to garner a certain response. But I I just realized that is probably a trauma response because my therapy <laughs> my therapist asked me the other day. She was like, "Why do you care so much how your story is received by people?" And I'm like, "God, I'm doing it again." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the layers that be coming no, but, back. But going back to like. Victims are always the ones that have to yep. defend mm-hmm. themselves yeah. to get, convince you that their story is real right. and having to be the one that the spotlight is on. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that the accused or, well, not the accused, what's the other word? The perpetrator? perpetrator. Yeah. Like yeah. Th- that person, like they don't, I mean, I guess they do in the court of public opinion and everything else. They do have to defend themselves, but typically it's the victim that is like trying to garner. You know what I'm realizing too, is that it probably is because for a lot of people, if you're the victim bringing a problem to light, you're creating an issue. Yes. Whereas you're not actually creating the issue. Right. You are contending (laughs) with an issue. Yeah. But because you are the beacon of the information, to other people's perception, you are okay. the creator of the issue. So yes. it may kind of makes me think of like sibling. And okay, so I'll I'll speak for me personally, being the older sibling in in a situation where I have a younger sister, 
I would be minding my business, but it's because I made more noise. So like if Mary did something or was annoying me, oh my God, Mary, leave your sister alone. But it's, and that might be a, a bad example, but like the concept of whoever makes the most noise then becomes the problem in the situation when that's not necessarily who actually initiated. Yeah. yeah. The, the the example I wanted to give earlier is um working in, in work environments when you're trying to be more diverse, but you have people who have not don't have the the cultural sensitivity to work within that environment. So there's a desire for certain workspaces to to keep the the friction low. Right. It's just easier to have and hire people who are um, from the same homogeneous um, background and culture um, so that there's less, you know, there's less problems within HR or uh, everything else. And the issue isn't so much that like it's not possible is that people don't want to have to deal with learning, mm-hmm. changing and being something else. So instead, the person who is coming in as that diversity hire for whatever reason and is telling everyone like, I don't need you to ask me about my hair. I don't need you to, I don't know, right. talk about how my food stinks. I don't need, like, just mm-hmm. learn how to coexist with right. someone who is culturally different. But instead, we, when we move outside that box that they've created and are okay with, that's when there becomes a problem. And it's usually the, you know, person who's the individual outlier. And I think that that's also the reason why people become and are labeled angry black women because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm responding to you not knowing how to be culturally sensitive. Mm-hmm. And right now I am considered to be the problem when no, I just needed to check you that this is not how you talk to women or this right. is not how you talk yeah. to right. black women, or this is not how you talk to um, um, someone who's a subordinate to you. Like there are ways to be able to handle it. And what yeah. you think is funny ain't funny over here. You know, like just like little things that aren't or microaggressions, I should say right. that people are just not, willing to learn and adapt to become our problem instead of becoming the perpetrator's problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Did we touch on why people supported Dave and not? Um, it's Dave. A. But B, I think <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that Dave's audience is more broad and diverse. Mm. Also. Ooh. Okay. I would agree. Yeah, good point. Um, so Ooh, I think that, dang, that that's annoying. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think that that also yields something else. Where like we're, I, I was also wondering about because this isn't. That's is that the first time that Monique has been a victim of a situation, according to her? No, because the first time would have been Lee Daniel. The, Lee Daniel. Well, the blackballing. I can't remember yeah. if it was him so that the, did it or. I just feel like the other end of that conversation that becomes concerning is that. Monique is at the center of drama uh, so like it's kind of like are you uh, w- well, are you experiencing problems or are you but causing Dave, problems okay so to that point like I think about and I guess this is a very different scenario I think we talked about this before but um, Dave leaving Comedy, Comedy Central mm-hmm. um, and his contract um, you know his reasoning was not same he wasn't loud about it he just left so i don't know if that may also have a bearing on that was just as jarring though yeah right and that's what (laughs) i'm thinking but he didn't talk about his own right and that's why i'm wondering much later 
I right, and he didn't. He didn't. He he didn't address it in a way where I think he just felt like I wasn't going to deal with it. So that's you know I'm not. That's it. I'm mm-hmm. out. And 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 he may have been in a position, a better mm-hmm. position, or he just may have been in a better place mentally where he could do that. Where for her, maybe monetarily she's not in a better position or you know maybe she's not okay with just walking away from a situation i think we cannot expect everyone to have the same response um, yeah, yeah at all and so it's it's it i i don't know I well feel like i think weird. that i think that it it there's a couple things that happen there right you leave a very successful show that you've created this audience for um that is groundbreaking yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like there's that difference. And then in the way that you left, it left a big question mark for your audience as to like what happened to you. So like a lot people of money. are waiting to hear your story mm-hmm. as opposed to you enforcing a story. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like coming there out. are people that are like, like a want to make sure that never happens again. And then B like want to understand mm-hmm. why you left them in the wake. You know right. what I mean? So that it, it create it, you have a very different response from an audience that is waiting to hear from you. Right. Yeah. Also, Dave left a lot of money on the table, whereas Monique was asking for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that could also yeah. be the point. issue. Like, yeah, you know, true. or not the issue, but another difference for people. Like you're mad because similar, pre- like different, like Saya said, though, like different way of tackling a very similar issue. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it, I guess it all goes back to money in the contract. (laughs) But I I would also say it also goes back to, um, I think, the way in which we perceive how people should respond. We were saying earlier, Mm. like, we want people to be humble um, in order for us to feel a certain type of way. And Dave may not have come out right away, but one thing that it did make us feel like he was being introspective. And to me, that's a way of people saying, oh, like, you know, you've taken the time to do what's necessary for you to figure out where you're at. So I'm okay with that mm. journey versus like you're just coming out wheels blank or guns blazing without having taken a thought to like well, how are you right. responsible or anything else like that which shouldn't be a qualifier but yeah it's it also is. yeah like it's not our place to tell you how to, how to tell someone else how to respond right. to how they were being treated i mean right. until but, you asking us for help. but you did ask <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're you're asking. for it so yeah I think the other thing is, so like going back to the video that we started the episode with, just I'm back home at Netflix. I thought it was like really it, interesting she called it home. Right. And, and, <laughs> and back with my brother, Lee Daniels, I'm just like two really big entities that you have major problem with, but now everything's cool. And I guess from, from my perspective, if someone hurts me, if, if, if you wrong me and I cut you off, your ass is cut off. Well, I will say, okay, Scorpio, calm down. Sorry. <laughs> well, to lead to the holy Daniel situation, he publicly came out and apologized to her. Like um, they said, they had a conversation, and then that. he. So I think for me, her calling Lee <laughs> Daniels said, and <gasps> then again, nothing to do with me. Right. When we break up, we break up. <laughs> right. It's over. You can say sorry, but I still ain't messing with you. Yeah, I think for them it was different because he said that they were actually friends. Before, mm-hmm. I guess, before the business. I mean, Nicole said, right. I mean, <laughs> giving her the other side. They have been friends. I have cut off because mm-hmm. over okay. less. Right. I mean, <laughs> when the contracts like, involved. But they, yeah, they also pay money, hundreds of millions, <laughs> or, you know. Like, why? While, money in your okay, pocket. Okay. So, going back to, like, why couldn't, why, why, what is different now? 
that wasn't years ago with the two of them. They talked and had a conversation and, and he apologized. Okay, maybe again, maybe that's personal <laughs> me. Like, again, if, if I cut you off, it's done. Like, we're not, you can apologize. All can be forgiven. But now I'm moving on to something else. I'm and just telling you what changed. That's fine. <laughs> again, everyone, I'm, everyone no, is so, I'm suddenly feeling like I need to be like addressing you and our friendship differently. <laughs> Nicole, is everything I'm okay? Gonna touch right. Oh, right. Text you every night. We good? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just check. Just check. <laughs> when Nicole doesn't respond for a month, guys. I think we got right, cut yes. off. We should be cutting you off. What do you mean? I mean, you probably should. <laughs> Not you no, probably mean. should. <laughs> this is what doesn't keep us together. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Anyway, sorry, guys. Oh. The alarm bells are ringing. Mm. <laughs> hey, this just got a little too personal. <laughs> bring it back, bring it back. Right. Um, oh, did you get something, Saya? Uh, I did. With regards <laughs> to what? Okay, um, maybe you didn't. I thought you were trying to talk in. Well, we could talk uh, about yeah. how, um, like, a trend in you being wronged or you being the problem um, with some other people besides Monique. Okay. Uh, like, Maybe Gabrielle Union or Amanda mm-hmm. Seals. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Gabby. Mm. I was go to Gabby. Okay. What was your question going to be? Um, just how people perceive her. And I would like to say maybe at work. I mean, in her professional life. I'm from the lens of which I mean, I follow her on Instagram. Not I'm not I don't I don't have favorites. I just I follow her because she's in things that I like. But she can be your favorite. It's okay. Like you can like her. Mm-hmm. No, I do like her. I do. Uh-huh. I don't know why you have to this caveat. I mean, I don't like her, but I follow <laughs> no, her. No, it's not that I don't like her. I never said that. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't have favorites. But I, anyway, <laughs> who's the caveat I for? Right? I don't I know. Who's gonna know. be offended by you having I favorites? Yes. I don't know. Anyway. What is the point you anyway. want to make? Make it. I'm getting ready to make is. In following her over the years, I know that people have called her difficult. And like the one that sticks out to me the most is the role that she played on Deliver Us from Eva. <laughs> like, and sometimes I'm like, I wonder if she really acts like that. But then I'm like, no, she can't act like that. Cause when I watch like little Instagram videos of her behind the scenes, like she seems like a very pleasant person. So I'm like, kind of like, <laughs> like not you deciding you know exactly who she is from her movies and her Instagram. Well, to be fair, she's before... never been sad either. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Before I mean, she's Inst- been miserable. Have you seen Be a Man, James? Like, she's, she's been all of those Not things. Not her autobiography, but being But it's really Jane. her work. <laughs> what? She's been all of these things. But what, oh to be fair, before social media was really a thing, all of her roles, she played, the, she was typecast and she yeah, was the exact was. same Definitely. type of she opened, person. She openly talks about that yeah. as well. So it's easy to think that she's a B when she plays a B. I feel like that's what Monique had, like, yeah. was contented with too. But I think it's different yeah. for Monique because she had stand, stand up, up yeah. where I could actually but see who still, you are as a person. Well, I still in her talk show. Okay, but stand up is still a character. Yeah, for sure. Okay, it's a character, but you talk about real things. Like a lot of stand up comedians literally make their money off of talking about their real life shit. And some yeah. of them lie. But I'm not saying you're right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not saying that like that. It's not necessarily real life, but some of like it's hyperbolized. Yeah, or it's it's encapsulated in a way to make it funny. Yeah, but she's her. She also, if that's her character, she chose. A character mm-hmm. that acts like her characters on TV. I mean, yeah, no, I'm I'm not saying all I'm saying is that doesn't mean we know them. That's the only point I'm making. Yes. I'm not saying that, that there's not choice or options there. 
All I'm saying is it doesn't mean that that's who they are day in and day. Oh, oh, yeah. no, I totally are. agree I with agree. you. Okay. But also her on Instagram is annoying. So <laughs> I don't know if that's a character either. But <laughs> That's maybe, real life, baby. Yeah, maybe right, she should make that. better character choices. <laughs> that's real life. I don't know. That's real life, baby. So is this boycott Netflix because they the only night? offer me roles where I... <laughs> I am an angry black woman. I'm sick of it. I feel like Gabrielle Union Instagram helped. Agreed. Well, she oh. also does things on her Instagram that are very pro black women. Oh, yeah. For she sure. has her like Women Wednesdays or something where yeah. she like chooses different black women in different industries and like is like very publicly very supportive of them. I also mm. think that when you yeah. are constantly IGing and like, just being the fake, everything's great, everything's happy, everything's wonderful is annoying. But to your point, one thing I do appreciate about Gabby is like how sometimes she'll be very vulnerable. Like I think she did this one post, they went to an award show. I don't know, but her dress was beautiful. She looked gorgeous. And she was talking about how she had hella anxiety leading up to that moment. And I was just like, yo, she's just a nut. She, like, she's, she's just, just a like regular person. She's just a regular person. Which is that's probably on purpose. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> maybe it was marketing. I don't know, but hopefully it won't. No, I agree. There's some. It's kind of like reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's some people who should be on reality TV because it completely changed your perception of them. Yeah. And there's some people who should never be in front of a lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i.e. Kelly Price. Oh, okay. Right to the name. I didn't, I've never seen anything. Me either. Yeah. Girl, was, you don't want to. What was what was that show on uh, um, R&B Divas? Yes, R&B After Divas. That, I wow. was like, yo, I used to love you. Same, and I was like, wow, you sh- you're one of those people that should never do reality TV. But on the flip side, I feel like Tiana Taylor. Like I liked her before. I love Agreed. her after Instagram Agreed. and her show with her husband and her kids. Agree. What are we talking about? I don't so, know. Let's get back just, to that. No, no, I, so, I don't know. To, what's the topic? To Car- <laughs> Angry black woman. To Carol's Carol. point. Who oh, had a point? Kelly Price. <laughs> what? Like, if I had to stamp somebody angry. Oh, the, wow. Ooh. Ooh. Get into it. And that's not a Wait, role. Like, Why are you rubbing your hands? <laughs> no. Which no, one I'm is just... it? Which one's it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. If I had what to stamp someone angry. Okay. I, oh, the gun cock? No, is that what you're looking for? The cock. Oh, no, actually, I wanted the pop. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Are you your own we can't keep telling our audience that we're rusty when we do this every week. And still uh, somehow. Go ahead. Anyway. Kelly, so I, uh, I resonated with Kelly Price because she was. Is she uh, your favorite? <laughs> shut up, girl. <laughs> I resonated with her. Because she was a, she liked to sing. She was plus size out here in the industry. So, you know, I'm like, okay. She's black. Big girl, she's black. <laughs> well, I mean. She's a woman. Th- those things. Well, the outside of those things. But when you, okay. Go, going back to our previous episode, when you are, when you are fluffy, then you like to see what you look like. Right. So mm-hmm. seeing Kelly Price on TV and in the industry and singing like I was like oh wow maybe I could be a singer too one day you know kind of like role model-esque a little bit seeing her on R&B Divas I was like oh this heifer is rude as fuck mm. not she's a whole heifer mm. no but she she really was like it was like it was the constant snippiness it was <laughs> her just cutting people off girl I'm killing is there another 
<laughs> she was just over overall rude to the other castmates to me. <laughs> Absolutely. And it turned me off from her. And maybe that's what she was paid to do. And if mm. so, so sis, get your villain? bag. And the villain. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like every show needs a villain. For sure. You know what I'm so saying? Are we saying that sometimes the angry black woman label is warranted? No, I'm saying that maybe it's curated and paid for. So how would you call, what would, how would you describe her character on that show? On that show? I just, uh, I don't even have words. Uh, <laughs> Rude as fuck. <laughs> Period. Okay. okay. Period. That's how I would describe her on that show. Like, but not angry that, black woman, just rude. I mean, she okay. had her angry moments that didn't seem necessary. I'm just like, what are you so mad for? Like, she would come into situations and because she wasn't the spotlight or the moment, she was irritated about that. I'm just like. So do we just not. Is that something that we just don't need to label? Or angry that black to, woman? Yeah. Like, do we, do we need to. It's annoying when it's a, a like a overall. I feel like it's a well, a, like a, oh. yeah. In like, this case, I don't know if it's. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Like I feel like when you're putting it on like an entire group of people, group of people oh, yeah, that yeah. is when it's annoying. Yeah, but if it's sure. if it's actually yes. true about you, is it <laughs> like what, well, is it still bad? But why don't we? We it, the problem for me is that it, we never call it to anybody else. Like right. we're never like that's that's an angry white, white guy. man, right? <laughs> At all. Mm -hmm. like, well, I think we do in our own way. But it's not like a stereotype that's understood. So what, you saying he's a dick? But, right. Or Ooh, did white, he's did, a bigot. I, well, is that the same? No, I can run no. down my list, but I ain't going. I was, I was going to do their... Oh, Dan is Dan in today. <laughs> <laughs> is there, Why does it sound more rude? <laughs> is there like a, a race-wide stereo, negative stereotype for white men? Because we have Karen for women. <laughs> This is it. No. I'm, wait, that wasn't a shot. I'm, I'm saying like, we know I can think no. of one for. But do you get why I did it? Tell her. Please explain. Nope. I, oh. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. So bad. So oh. bad. I hate it here. Oh, wow. Sorry, that's terrible. Is that gonna I feel it? like we should hit that then. Okay, so is there, again, is there a stereotype that is for white men in general, like there is for black women? I mean, no. <laughs> for only white men or white men and women? Well, I, again, I think yeah, there's we one. Said we said Karen, Karen for, for women. white women. Definitely Karen. But there's not a, I don't think there's a white male equivalent. I don't think. Isn't there a phrase that they've been using recently, though? Who is they? Um, Black white? Order. No, white people talking about white men. Who, yeah, the, the African American nerd. Who is they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it, but you can. Because what have they been calling John. them? They've been calling them like, um, oh no, I'm thinking white fragility. Um, I think I felt like there was a phrase like somewhere in that somewhere vein, in but I can't think of it. Only thing I can think of kinda is like Napoleon complex, but that could just be for short men in general. general it yeah. is. Yeah. It's you don't have to be a white man. man. You don't. No. Yeah, I don't think that there is I'm not I'm... All right, let's start one. Just kidding. <laughs> kinda. <laughs> kinda for real. <laughs> <laughs> we can definitely move on. Yes. Yeah. Um I don't think there is one. Well, we wait, let's go back. Okay. 
let's not move on. Let's actually go back to what we were supposed to be talking about. Um, <laughs> Proud of us. Look at us. <laughs> Gabrielle Union and her, we talked about her um, reputation in the industry, but she recently had an issue <clears throat> come up where I feel like she was supported despite her reputation. By who? Yeah. The general public, not her co Well, we can go into it again. Okay. Um, I don't know all the details. I just remember she had an issue with Terry Crews and him speaking out on something that no one asked him about. <laughs> Normal. <laughs> Isn't that, remember when we thought Terry Crews was the shit and then he started speaking? Yeah. So like, <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. He started <laughs> These are your opinions? <laughs> Sat okay. Sat down. Sat down. anything else. That ain't it. Damn, we even got a phrase for that. Being Uncle Tom. Damn. Uh, Ooh. Sheesh. Okay. Yeah, white people definitely, white men need one. Um, white women, you stand with us too. You have one. White women they don't. are trying to get Karen added as a slur. That's what they're doing right now. Are they really? They are. Yeah, they are. They are upset. They <laughs> but are what, arms. But see, I mean, I'm, I'm upset too about angry black women. So I'm okay with them being upset. I just feel like there should be equal opportunity stereotypes across the board. But they Agreed. shouldn't be saying that being called Karen is the equivalent oh, of yeah. being called nigger. Yeah, which no, is no. What, so to- then I want to know what, I totally what agree. white women call their white men Wait, when guys. they're mad. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Okay. Go back. Let's- <laughs> on no, Gabrielle but- <laughs> Union and Terry Crews. And so the issue was that um, Gabrielle Union had been very outspoken about her experiences of racism when she was on America Got Talent or AGT, as they like to call it. <clears throat> um, following her and the fellow judge Julian Hughes exit um, one year before uh, their last season, I guess. Or, mm-hmm. or well, no, exit last year after one season. Sorry. They both were on for one season. They both left. And Gabrielle's complaints were that it was a very racist um, environment in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think she said everything from onset and then even behind closed doors, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it wasn't her issue with her her hair. She was very, I guess, deliberate about wearing more Afrocentric hairstyles. And I think there was a complaint about her hair always Mm -hmm. Mm changing or something. And I think there was like other stuff like just like Simon smoking on set. Oh yeah. And how her like wish to like not be around secondhand smoke was like not being regarded. Mm. That and that's just basic. Also is it isn't it illegal to smoke indoors? I, I mean what are we doing? Too. Right. But he what what is Simon Cow? Okay. Okay, so t- where Terry Cruz comes in, I think he she said it was a ra- a racist environment and he specifically was like, "Oh, I've never experienced that," right? Yes. That's Okay. That's where instead of her, like, Did anybody asked him. That's something I, I don't say, remember. It was like, a very public. Whoa. She made a very public statement, and it, and I guess people were saying, "Oh, well, you weren't the only black person that worked there." And then he jumped on the bad leg and was like, "Unasked." <laughs> well, I didn't have no problem. Not me, right? That's because he's trying to keep his check. He got a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't yes, care. okay. Anyway. <laughs> Regardless of any of that. He could have kept his job and not said nothing. He, he could have to say nothing. He didn't. But maybe he was paid, like, not necessarily paid, but maybe somebody hit him up and was like, you know, I think it might be really Listen, good for the other black man on the show. Right. Black person. Say something so we don't get in trouble. Correct. Which feels very Tomish because it's, it is, in the terms we used earlier, very slave master go out there and perform for everybody else right. so that we so I, I can make money mm-hmm. off your work scenario is what it gave Bowser. 
Yeah, not not a, not mm-hmm. a great look for him. That, I mean, that's really why everyone was mad at him. I don't even. I mean, I think People it was know. very much him not supporting her, but it was also like that. Also, like just because it wasn't your experience doesn't mean you need to go out there and, right. and be tap dancing for people. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't make it untrue either. Exactly, is that your experience doesn't invalidate mine? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But who did you say? That, you said that Gabby was very supported in this. I felt like year. the general public was supportive of her. She also didn't ask for people to boycott whatever mm-hmm. network. I mean, we don't watch it anyway. So that was yeah, an like, easy I, boycott. yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, I stand with you. Um, <laughs> I probably would watch anyway. <laughs> I probably only watched a little bit of it to see or a clips of what she had yeah, on yeah. or what she I, whatever. I do remember I, like watching, like being more clued into like her moments where she was like judging because she was a vibe like mm-hmm. her, her hair her outfits she was like always on point and because i follow her on instagram i was probably seeing them more because right. she was posting them. yeah same because i couldn't tell you who <clears> was on that show it, now right. does it even still come on but that's the, mm-hmm. that's the I reason so. that they have someone like her right is yeah. to bring us as an audience to the show right so like from that standpoint she was doing her job yeah she was but she was also being told to mute herself that wraps into the amanda seals thing because right. that's why they brought her onto the show to then be like, well, don't be problematic. Like, wait, wait a minute, hold on. You're talking too much. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's a talk show. show. The talk. It's, right. a, <laughs> it's a talk show. Is it called the talk? Is it the real? The, the real. real. Oh, shoot. That's <laughs> my the other joke. one. That's the other one. Yeah, she is being too real. Oh, which yeah, is a nice, problem. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. feel like it's also what they do to a lot of. I feel like that's what they do. Though. So they put a prominent, well, what some would perceive as a prominent person in play. Then they puppet master them to make us think that that's what we should do. And then we follow mm. suit thinking that it's what, you know, mm. that's, that's what they like. That's the norm. That's, that's what's in. And then we then become a bunch of robots. Well, I've, well also the problem is that like people really don't want to hear about how race plays a role in everything in this country. Right. And yeah. you know that that's what a man is going to do. So like, right. people don't want to hear like, oh mm-hmm. my God. We can't talk about this like every episode. Well, we can because, because it probably affects it. Yeah, it's <laughs> also the Amanda Seale situation was also interesting because those are all women of color. There's not there was not a host on that show that's not. Well, there was at that time. Because Osborne wasn't she on it? No, no girl, wrong show. The real it was Jeannie, my Adrian Ballon, and Lonnie Love, and uh, and Amanda. Oh, was Tamara? Before. On the, at the time, no, Tamara, I don't think. I think she replaced Tamara. Tamara. Yeah, she replaced okay, Tamara. Okay, yeah, shoot. So they're. <laughs> Why well, I, I was like, I had that point ready to go. Wrong. Because someone, I felt like someone talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> that wrong was so. <laughs> Bet I, I should have used it on you earlier in this podcast. How many times you were wrong? You could have. I mean, go ahead. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Wrong. I guess it's also the fact that you're hardly wrong. So when you are, it's like. (laughs) See, that's another problem. First of all, that is not true. That is another problem. What? That we do to each other. Like, you're almost never wrong. And I'm blessed you. And I'm always loud and wrong. And it's fine. (laughs) I try to give you grace. What'd you say last time? You said something about Frankie Beverly and it Uh, was the Gap Band. So no, I didn't out, say that. I, I, know green. I know the difference oh, between okay. Frankie Beverly and no, not out. You were you definitely someone was whoever you <laughs> said the name was. It was not correct. Oh, okay, but it wasn't Frankie Beverly. I know that. Well, it I was like Frankie Beverly, but you didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
I know Frankie Beverly, so I would never get that wrong. Chris, we're trying to tell you that you got it wrong. Here I am, mom. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Man, when we listened back, I was like, ooh, how did we miss that? Nobody corrected? Grace. Um, Okay, so back to the real. Um, Amanda Seals. It's interesting. Everyone on that show is a person of, well, it's canceled. Everyone on that show (laughs) was a person of color. Um, and it still seemed, I guess it was a, I don't know if it was on, like if the personalities had an issue with Amanda or if it was more behind the scenes producers type of situation had an issue with Amanda. The thing I gathered because it was never disclosed per se was that there was an issue with upper management and her. So I'm assuming her pro pro blackness was rubbing against the way in which they wanted to format the show and, you know, and who, the audience that they were trying to um, attract or maintain literally. Cause I think uh, that's another thing too. Like I think when she came on to me, things weren't going that great anyway. Like the writing was kind of on the wall. And to me, I thought <laughs> personally, I was like, yeah, you, y'all need to try something different. And I think they did, but they weren't ready for what that meant. What that meant. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then again, Going all the way back when you're talking about, oh, and I know this is not a diversity hire, but just saying somebody who is a diverse <clears throat> point of view. Yeah, for sure. You, you can't bring somebody in with that diverse point of view if you're not ready to grow. Because what's going to happen is exactly what happens every time. They're <clears throat> considered to be the problem when really it's you. Right. And Amanda also isn't like, she's a big name, but I don't know if she's like well-liked. No, right. I will say she's not well-liked. So like she's not like it's not like you have a di- um like a diverse opinion but you are a liked personality, right? You oh, know that feels mean. I mean, I'm not, liked by who? I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm not talking down about no, no, her. I don't. No. I just I don't know if she has the person like, for example, like a a Tamara or an who's likable. Okay, but wait, is that what you say? This is an interesting part of this conversation because. Could you say that about Monique and Gabrielle too? Prior. What, that they're say, not likable? No, I would say prior to like Instagram and social media becoming bigger, I probably would have said that people would assume that Gabrielle wasn't a likable personality. Hmm. Just because based on her rep, what people perceive her as in her reputation. Amanda, because she's so outspoken, I feel like she's kind of like in not probably not as much of a, as Monique, but she does have a reputation for being difficult, which she says is because she sets boundaries. And when I mean, people and which is fine, like I, I agree if people <clears throat> are crossing your boundaries and that's how you uh, decide to correct them. then that's fine. But I do feel like she is I would say Monique's not a likable personality either. Well, like on a yeah. more of a larger scale, I guess I'm what I'm. I'm thinking of like the opposite side of like having a hard time thinking of an example of someone who sets boundaries is outspoken about being wronged and is, excuse me, and is considered to be well-liked or likable. I mean, I guess we can say that Gabrielle Union, because of Instagram, maybe she is that, but, um, sounds, it it kind of feels like a shitty reason. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like it's, it it seems one-to-one, like when you speak out on things, all of a sudden you're a problem. Like we've we've mentioned before. And it's interesting too, because I feel like being likable is very gendered. We don't ever talk about men being likable. Yeah. That you're 
That's right. a good point. Nor nor is this a culture where men are sought out to be. Like women mm-hmm. are asked to be like seen but not heard, to be um cordial, to seek out people's attention, right? Ooh, wait. Like in the way we look. Okay, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I just I feel like that's a, it's a cultural thing. So to that point, when people are what I feel about Monique and um, Amanda is that though raised in a culture where they've been asked to do that, they have worked really hard to not be that for themselves is what it feels like. Right. And so, but everybody else isn't on board. Right. So Mm -hmm. it becomes one where like everyone else is like, well, you're not playing within these boundaries that we've said that you should be like, you should want to be like, you should want everyone to garter uh, or feel um welcome in your presence and want to be around you and i don't feel like that's often requested of men well, as much as it is with women my, right. they, well i thought about like will smith i feel like was but it may be because he's a black person black man mm. he i felt like was the he was very likable people would consider him likable until this whole chris wax slap so, situation so the happened. First boundary he said yeah <laughs> and then i would say like Simon Cowell is known to be a villain. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's his um, brand is mm-hmm. to be a villain. Right. So those are just two men that I can think of that. I don't know if they sought out to be. But they're allowed to make to have this uh, white men, especially are allowed to have that space. And that goes back to race. And as much as we want to talk about at its that core, yeah. at its core, but that's literally what it is. So then you have race and gender on top of each other. So, yes, that, I think that there's there's a lot to be said with regards to the way in which our um european of centered um uh yes european of centered uh, culture <laughs> has um has set this hierarchy and anyone who is opposing it immediately ruffles everyone's feathers because we've all gotten along to get along right yeah, so, yeah. I, I can think- only think of one sorry i'm no, really quick, I, was say, I can only think of one black person man that has made has capitalized being a villain and that's 50 cent. Mm, yeah. I really can't think of another well, black man that's capitalized off of being a villain. I mm. think it's because people put agreeable and likable together. Mm. That in order to be likable, you must be agreeable mm-hmm. in order. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially for a woman. Yeah. Right. Especially a woman. I mean, even if, even if you use the example of Cow- uh, Simon Cowell on uh, American, American Idol. Idol. <laughs> Jesus. Um, the boy. He's the. <laughs> he is the villain because he and he's not likable because he's not agreeable. But I mean, some would say that Randy, because he's mostly agreeable, that people have a tendency to like him. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> but it's it's how he presents things like he's typically the kind hearted one out of the two. So people, I don't know. I'm that's just a very loose example. I don't know if he was able to capitalize off of it. Like Simon. No, like I don't. No. First of all, Absolutely not. I don't even know what Where else he's he done or I was about to say, never mind. I'm not going to say that. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's done, but Simon Cowell has, I think, wasn't he fired from American Idol for something he said or did. And then he Probably. still got another job. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I can't remember what it was. We don't even know if that's true. And we don't know. Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up because I feel like he <laughs> left. Right. I feel like he didn't leave American Idol. Mm. I will say, um, I looked up a little bit of a snippet of um Amanda expressing why she left the reel and she said, 
um, because it was breaking my spirit. I was asked mm. to not talk about certain things that felt like a betrayal to my people. And then on top of that, I didn't want to be somewhere where I felt like people weren't honest with me and where people felt scared of me because of my black womanness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's Ooh. giving me she wasn't buying into the puppet master thing because I feel like right. in my personal opinion for watching the real, the real on day one mm-hmm. versus the real of like a year or two in, I was just like, uh, who are these people? Because they were not the same people that were just getting like Lonnie Love. I feel and I again I don't know these people, but mm-hmm. again I'm You don't? I no. <laughs> I don't know these people, obviously. Um, but the image that they portray us, I guess I should say, would give like Every day, like Lonnie Love was giving me every day auntie vibe comedian who's trying to come up. Right. Mm. And then they put her with other people and she's supposed to be the funny one. But then I think something shifted and then like the puppet mastering thing started happening. You mean the constant check? Because let's just be honest. Yeah. Uh, constant check on TV is. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, nice. that, but it's the, the, well, not even just the constant check. It was like, it's like, like, it's almost like the director directing them to be outside of what their normal is. Yeah. So it's like day one, they're giving you norm. They're giving you the real. And then the real turns to be very fake. Right. Because yeah. like, how would you ask me to be on this talk show called The Real and then tell me that I can't say certain shit? Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. That is intuitive to me to speak Right. <laughs> like you paying me for my opinion and I'm giving you my opinion, but now you don't want me to give my opinion? Well, right. here's the thing, though. Capitalism, point blank, period. They yeah. were brought on to make money. And if they were afraid you was going to mess up that money, mm-hmm. then yeah, they was going to ask you to do something that wasn't right. you know, authentic to who you are. So there's a, that's a, I think that's another hard line when you're talking about an angry black woman, too, because you're in these positions of possible, possible exposure, more exposure, more um, responsibility. But then you're asked to shrink yourself at the same mm-hmm. time, because when you're mm-hmm. when you're being you it's hard for some people to be able to swallow and they want you to be they're like we like you but like not all Less. of you like like do it light. like three like percent of you right. you like um <laughs> but, but mainly because they're afraid of what the bottom line is like if right. they knew for like the 50 cent thing for me it makes me think he has the autonomy to do that because it was making him money. Every time he did yeah, something, absolutely. made him money. Yeah. And it was making the people associated with him money. Right. Like if you're in any position where you're not able to make that decision for an overall company or whatever the case may be, and it's not going to, doesn't look like it's going to generate money or it's going outside of the uh, parameters that they're used to. Right. Cause mm-hmm. there's like this whole, like these things, these set of things work. We need to do these set of things. And if you are going outside of that, the uncertainty or how that's going to mess with the money is definitely going to affect what you do next. Right. Which, cause even, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, cause that's even with, um, I'm going to try to get it right. The talk. <laughs> no, but not the show. I'm Uh-oh. talking about a different show. Okay. okay. With, um, with, I think Sharon Osbourne was on that one and yes. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. That's no, not the view. That's two different shows. Dang it. So Sharon is on the talk. <laughs> Whoopi is on the view. Okay, it's the view. Because it was the one with Whoopi and then um Megan McCain was on that show. Yeah, yeah. yeah the okay, view. okay, okay. See yeah. all these the and the one word <laughs> of these shows I don't watch. Okay. So 
whatever um, show Whoopi yeah, was give on. Your opinion on it. Okay, yeah, exactly. Um, I watch this one a lot with my mom. See, they all blend together because she just have it on one channel and, and then just go from one show to the next. Yeah. So that's why it's hard for me to differentiate. <laughs> um, but they had Meghan McCain on this show, and she was clearly like the dissenter of the group from everybody, all the other personalities on the show. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what her base was was conservative america so that brings in a whole bunch of views a whole bunch of money that the other people don't bring in so while she was the less likable personality because of her views and because of the viewership that that brought it was okay well also i feel like the people so most people who are home in the middle of the day (laughs) yeah no that's fair i mean before the pandemic yeah during the pandemic yeah it was my mom too so <laughs> I think your mom is an anomaly, not yes. an anomaly, but there's more. I mean, my mother watches the view. Okay, I just want to say that most We're anomalies. <laughs> Got it. Most people that are home in the middle of home during the day are middle-aged white women that have the luxury luxury mm-hmm. of being at home because mm-hmm. they don't are like stay at home for whatever reason. Yes. So. And those people usually are of a certain class. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And making a certain amount of money. Yes. So that's why it, a lot of Amanda Seals' uh, demographic is not at home in the right. middle of the day. You know right. what I mean? They're if they were. They'd be calling in from the office. Have you watched? You used to watch it. They'd be calling in from the Kubi talk. Call, 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 With their right. whole headset yes. on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not so. streaming it on their phone. But I did want to say really quickly, Simon Cowell left. American Girl. He did not get. Okay. Um. He did not was get fired before or after there were some issues, and he was like, right. "Let me go." They probably gave him an option, which is also a whole nother conversation. I'm not quite sure. I didn't have time to Google that much and go down the rabbit hole. I just needed something to um respond with. Yeah, respond with. We appreciate you. Oh, but back to Fifty Cent really quickly. I did want to make a point. I do think it's interesting that he has talked so much ish about stars <laughs> publicly, where right. all of his shows are currently airing. And all of his shows are still airing on that network. And yeah. it is mind-boggling. Yeah. They must be getting, the check must be worth yep. his yes. Twitter rants or whatever. Because I'm just like, Gotta God be. dang. Wait, I'm lost. Like stars the show, not no, stars. I, oh, yeah. I mean, the, that's the, not why. The network. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, what? what shit he's talking. Oh, oh. he's, so like, sorry. I remember, so one, one thing I remember is uh, his I, episode. I explaining stars too. <laughs> not the ones in the sky, <laughs> but... <laughs> Not shooting. Well, because when she says stars at first, I honestly, I literally thought he was talking about like how he talked about Madonna, how he talked about like other people. Oh, wow, we were y'all were not even on the same page. No, I I knew she didn't. I knew that's not what she was correcting. Thank you. I was trying to make my joke funnier. Gotcha. It was funny. It was funny. I was with you. you. Your joke was still funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Trey. I know. (laughs) Okay. So back to my point. Um, he, I remember one of his episodes like dropped when it wasn't supposed to or something, oh, yeah. and he was pissed. And he was going about like how they dropped his episode early, or like they had agreed to dropping on this date, and they dropped it on this date instead. He was mad. He was like, how much he hates working with stars, and he wants to pull all his shows from them. But Raising Canaan, I think, just dropped or uh-huh. something. Like he's been very public about his disdain for this network. Yeah, um, but I think a lot of that's a gimmick. I feel like he does a be. lot of that shit. Mm, that's a good point. Because he this is like, his character. Yes. Yeah. That is, that Let me tell you about if I pulled this gimmick at my job though. Oh, well, true. Because I can I never mean, hear if he's not being like, you know what I'm really happy about today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not what? <laughs> right. 
said is troll, 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 the troll. Was, <laughs> the fact that people still borrowing money from him is also astonishing. astonishing. That was so funny. I feel like he'd be like, mm, my check feel kind of light this week. Who owe me some money? <laughs> That'd be why he's on social media. Yeah. He lives for it. He does. He's a, <laughs> the type of, you know, when I think of him, I think of like a real troll, like someone green and grumpy. <laughs> Under a bridge. <laughs> Like thing upside down like it was at the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what's also funny? Trolls are now like cute and like colorful and sing all the time. They were cute, but and the, you didn't you didn't you use that troll the troll. Doll? You oh, used to shake the you're hair. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's what they're saying. That's where from. it comes from. Oh. Okay. Um, I think it's time for tips. <laughs> tangent. That's one thing we I need a to moment do. to connect myself. <laughs> Yeah. I forgot about those things. I don't know. Wow. I okay. Got you being like, oh, wow. Trolls have come a long way. <laughs> they You're the not. generation that's <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? Oh, man. man. Right. I am not this old. <sighs> Are you not? This has been a doozy of an episode, y'all. Sure has. Well, oh, again? Just kidding. <laughs> You're <Good> angry. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you can do it now. One thing we're gonna do. <laughs> Not you queuing her up. Is tangent. <laughs> she tried to do it before, but we tried it on her. This is so ghetto. <laughs> um, what's something you would tell your younger self if you could go back in time? <laughs> that it's all gonna work out. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Like that was so positive. That nigga that you really thought that life was over, over you like were... <laughs> you was gonna get over it. <laughs> yeah. It's all gonna be right. It's all all the ups and downs are like, I like who I am. And I think that all of that has come mm. from a lot of stuff that in the moment, I definitely was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, is mm. it like way detrimental? Around? Yeah. Right. Like, can we, is, can we fast forward through mm-hmm. this? But like, I, I prayed that prayer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it last night when I was moving. Lord, can I just wake up on Monday morning? <laughs> I know. still pray that prayer. You know what I would tell myself? <laughs> the thing that you told the Lord you won't go do no more if he got you out of the one situation, it's probably going to happen again. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, you lied? <laughs> So I she, mean, that's what you're you gonna be tell lying, your younger self. I mean, sis, you be lying to God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. While while I'm so on not, blast, not not to. While but I'm that, on, that you're just gonna I do mean, it. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say try not to, but <laughs> I just thank goodness that He's a God of seven and eight and nine chances. Because God, I didn't believe you the first time, so I don't know what you're gonna tell yourself. Exactly. Is, is so all knowing. What I'm saying God is, was watching you lie before y'all gonna sit, into a y'all gonna sit up here and act like y'all ain't never prayed that prayer. Y'all no, sit, we, we are, we're just saying that's the thing you want to tell. I'm just saying. Hey, y'all hey. were getting too serious. Hey. I had to break it up. Young Nicole, you're a liar. <laughs> Just wanted to point that out. He lies to God himself. <laughs> Don't worry, be honest. Out of all of the people to I'm lie to, you're going to lie to God a lot. I just thank God know. for his forgiving grace. The same. I mean, we're going to tell you something that God forgives. You're a liar. Wow. Oh. Nicole, swear you yourself. <laughs> Not well. Oh, wow, that was the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you for my hand clap. Because <laughs> you're finally... <laughs> you probably did I was the same dumb shit I did. Do something else. Oh, no. I don't remember what number that is. That's one. No. no. Uh-uh, it's too late now. Cool, that was a great laugh. <laughs> I hope that when you tell your younger self that, I wasn't around. <laughs> 
I hope I wasn't there that day. Oh, God. You probably were. What you were probably the one, the catalyst. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not true. That is absolutely not true. Oh, I'm in tears. Is there another? And there's the lie. And there's the lie. I'm not calling my younger self a liar. So you gonna lie and not say that you're okay. All right. I'm just telling myself I'm giving myself a pep talk. That's not the pep talk I'm giving myself. Is she, what I'm she didn't specify that it was a pep talk. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Because I have you. I have real conversation with me and mine. Me myself and I. No, can you imagine no. your younger self being like, girl, yeah, what? <laughs> I have real conversation. As you go back through the portal, it's like, but other flying cars. Is there anything, Is there anything positive you want to leave Give me with? lottery numbers, yeah. at least. Nothing. Oh, God. Lee. Girl, you're going to lie to God. Get used to it. <laughs> then you out. Wait. Wow. wow, your your tangent never goes in the direction that I expect it to go. Not even gonna hold you. I think that's why she does it. Oh my god. I literally can't stop crying. <laughs> my throat hurts so bad from laughing. Okay. Oh jeez. Um, should I move on to meme of the week to give you a break? No. Oh, do you have something to tell you're saying yourself? I was going to. Oh, okay. else do it. But yeah. the only two people were. I co-sign size. Yep, so that was a cop out. Mm. Mm. Lies. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, you go and I'll think of something okay. positive. Um, <laughs> mine's also positive. Right, Same. Um, I think I would y'all. just tell myself like this: relax. Like you're really gonna like your life. Like mm. you don't have to worry about these things. <laughs> like I know they seem like very pressing and looming large right now, but like you're really gonna like your life. Like even the things that you thought were mistakes, like just chill. Like mm. you're gonna be fine. I like to say you basically just pick it off side as well. <laughs> so I was waiting that, for that to come. Right, I was so waiting I'm, for that. So I'm keeping mine. I mean, <laughs> these are giving me affirmation, and that's not what the task was. So okay, listen, you chose violence, and that's fine. <laughs> by yourself, <laughs> right? All by yourself. At least y'all know who I am. All right. Well, I'm gonna go on a meme of the week because it's also <laughs> choosing violence, and I feel like we'll just stay on this trend. That's <laughs> fine. Time for meme of the week. Pew, pew. Okay, so this one's from It's On Site, and it says, um, walk past a group of girls. One was tipsy and waved at me. Her friend whispered her and said, no, he's ugly. (gasps) 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 Emotional damage. (laughs) (laughs) I got one more. Like, can no, you imagine like trying I, to turn around but as you are about to turn around and look do that last look you hear somebody talking about how ugly you are you also, know? it wasn't a whisper if you heard it right. <laughs> also how close were you I can readjust it you know you're walking by no you were ugly was this pre-COVID because if you're that close after COVID like I agree oh. okay this one's oh. from is it Justin LaBoy or Justin LA Boy I think LA Boy is what I thought I say both, mm. so I don't know. Okay. okay. Respectfully, Justin is what his thing says. I'm waking up in bed next to the person you have blocked. Smiley face. Respectfully. Wow. <laughs> wow. 101. What yes. a time. For those of y'all that related to that. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Just do something else! I mean, once upon a time in my life. <laughs> First of all, it be like that sometimes. Right. <laughs> is that when you were praying to God? Wow, I will never do this again. It might have been. 
It might have been at least right. And him looking like, I know where you're going to be ne- next week. <laughs> next to that same nigga. I mean. Oh, oh have mercy. Well, hmm. What an episode right. this has been. Yeah, this has been interesting. You guys this ready been for enlightening. your Afro shades? All ready to. I'm like, we've been as shady as we possibly could today. Well, Ooh. me, I have. Yeah, you to love yourself, me. though, is what's very yeah. fascinating about all of this. It's like she put the pedal through the uh, floorboard at this point. Mm-hmm. All the way in with violence. Nicole, is there anything else you want to tell your present self? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's different than what you would tell your past self. I definitely thought you were going to say that you would give your past self the um, the lottery numbers from last week. Sorry, go ahead. Mm. You want to explain it. <laughs> yeah because well yeah well because now i'm thinking like if i gave it to my past self would it actually have happened and then like i don't know there's like overthinking not you yeah. in the space-time continuum okay nicole <laughs> <what's your effort>? <laughs> <laughs> went left maybe the numbers wouldn't have fallen like that and if they yeah. did but i had gotten it on the right day <laughs> a lot of things to contend with oh lord mm, okay anyway all right anyway. so ever it's our time to Wrap up this episode and give the people some positivity for the week. Kinda. Po- positivity for the week. I got the message. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I, I can find some positivity. Okay, I'm just checking. I'm nervous. Rain, right? Right. <laughs> Zen in real quick if you can, Nicole. Here we go. I'm here to affirm you today that it is nobody's business to label you as <laughs> the angry anything okay whether you are <laughs> any person of color or not <laughs> even if you're dan that be danning <laughs> still not appropriate all right not your appreciate not being for people that are white <laughs> the whole premise is the angry black woman right okay yep, and that i'm is. saying that it is nobody's business or place to label you as angry anything whether you are man, woman, whatever you identify as, it is nobody's place to label you as that. You can be positive. You can be violent that day if you choose. If that's your prerogative and if it is falls within your standards and boundaries, then be that. Like figuratively violent? No. Yeah. You didn't get the clap a little early. (laughs) Not a cockpit. I was trying to (laughs) register what figuratively was in my mind. Oh, like not literally. No. Okay. No. We don't have to be physically violent. Okay. Just like that's a question. (laughs) Anyway, more than a statement, Nicole. Oh my Mm. god! How violent can you be in this room? Um. Oh, sure. I mean, you don't have. Uh, I had a point and then I lost it asking Nicole that question so I'll wait a second okay um, I would like for <laughs> us to come up with a generalization for white men mm. that's your affirmation yeah. people. that is my charge I'm charging you this is my charge for the week um, right. no okay. no that's not that's not my affirmation it is I actually don't have one yet so Saya <laughs> okay alright we're and just come back on to, yeah come back to me okay and Tiff <clears throat> alright so I think my affirmation for the week is going to be um, be okay with taking up space. I think that the problem that a lot of um, a lot of what we are 
encountering right now um, as black women in the workplace, as a person of color um, who has entered into a homogenous state <laughs> of at, at work. Um, they're asking you to, to be there, but asking you to also, also to culturally assimilate. So my affirmation for individuals this week is that they didn't, they hired you to be the diversity, but you don't have to be, you don't have to, you don't have to confirm, conform. You don't have to stand up and raise and say when things aren't right, you can just be yourself. I think a lot of this, um, a lot of the tropes have moved people into trying to steer clear one way or another, or even to, to stand up and, and stand in something. And I'm, I'm affirming for our listeners this week that it's okay to be yourself and for everyone else to catch up to whatever that is. I think a lot of times um, we are meant to hold the world on our shoulders with regards to people needing to learn or be educated culturally or um, to even find their own space within being okay within themselves. And especially for black women, we are asked to be the model while also being punished for being the model. Mm. And so I'm affirming for everybody to just be okay with wherever you're at and understanding that it's going to be a push and a shove to just be yourself. But as long as you are affirmed in that and move forward and however you need to move, the right doors will open, the right ones will close. There'll be people who better understand themselves because you better understand yourself. So I affirm for you just to be okay with where you're at and to also just stand firm in it as you grow, as you move to whoever, whoever that, that person is going to be because of the rest of the world will move as they need to after that, or you'll find a better place for you and then another place. But either way, just be okay with being that person and allowing everybody else to kind of run around that pebble. That what? That pebble, like in the uh, stream, the, uh, okay. you know, <clears throat> of life. Mm-hmm. I'll go next. I hate going after <clears throat> me. Oh, okay. Well, it's great. He'll go after me instead. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I affirm for our listeners that um, self-advocacy, like Mm -hmm. it's okay to advocate for yourself. I feel like a lot of times in the workplace, we are scared to set boundaries. We're scared to advocate for ourselves because we're scared of like what that might yield, how people might react, how people are going to perceive us afterwards. But I feel like a lot of times that's what the intention is with making us feel bad for advocating for ourselves is to make us sit down and shut Mm. up. So um, I advocate, I mean, I affirm for you that it's okay to advocate for yourself. It's okay to set boundaries and it's okay to do the things that make you feel like you're safe and heard and understood in your workplace. um, And that no one can take that away from you and that you don't have to feel any shame or fear in that. And even if you find that your workplace won't acquiesce to those requests. Like there is a workplace for you. There is a space for you. There is a path for you um, where you feel like you can bring your whole self to what you do. Yay. A word. Mm. <sighs> Thanks. Um, I would like to affirm that you are great. Um, you are an amazing person just the way you are. I think to summarize what everyone has already said, um, there is a place for you and that um, you don't have to settle to be in a place because currently the money seems like it's great or um, you feel like you don't have any other options. There's always other options. 
um, for you. There's always something that's a little bit that could be better. And if you're really uncomfortable and you should make those changes for yourself. Um, I think we, sometimes we are only seeing the right now and sometimes the right now can be extremely overwhelming to what is most conducive to your future. All money is not good money. Mm. Um, and so, uh, you should, we should continue to put ourselves worth first. And I affirm that you will keep that forefront of your mind when you're making decisions. Mm, Um, so with that, we will see you all in two weeks. Yes. All right. Bye. bye. Peace.